Wherever you are, start to declare the goodness of God upon your lives. At your workplaces, in your living rooms, in your bedrooms. Because the God we serve is a good God. He's a faithful God. He's a faithful friend. He makes the blind to see. He makes the lame to walk. He says he will never leave us. You are good. You are merciful. You are a God of second chances. We praise you, Lord. We worship you today. You are faithful. You are kind.
thank you because you are a good God. You're a good Father. Your word says in Psalms 119 that you are good and everything you do is good. You do great things but you do good things. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. We thank you because we serve a God who is not angry. We serve a King who is not, he's not a bad God. You are pure. You are good. We can trust that everything that you have for us is good. Everything that you do for us is good. You cause all things to work out for our good. Father, because you are good, goodness is your nature. Everything in you is good. Father, we choose to be conscious of the fact that you are good. There is no evil in you. There is nothing in you that is bad. There is nothing in you that is that causes us to ruin your word says that you have come that we may have life and life more abundantly you are good and you are good to us you are good to us in jesus mighty 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 name we pray and believe amen and amen hallelujah we serve a good god and you are welcome to today's service thank you so much for tuning in from wherever you are all over the world we welcome you Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. This is City Church Kampala, and we are so glad to have you. You serve a good God. He is good. Amen. Do you understand that revelation? He is not angry with you. He's not wishing you bad. He does not want, he's not like your friend who wants to revenge. No, 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 no. He has not kept a record of your wrong. He is good. And apart from that, he is in a good mood. You know, a good person is always in a good mood. He's in a good mood concerning you. Everything that you desire him to do, just know that as you approach him today, he is in a good mood. Every question you have, he is in a good mood. And more than that, he is good. That means everything that he's doing for you is good. Everything that he has for you is good. It is coming from his nature. He is good. Be convinced of that fact. Do not fear. Do not fret. Do not panic. Do not have anxiety. Your God is good and he is for you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You're welcome to today's Sunday service at 11 a.m. We are so happy to have you. We are here every Sunday at 11 on YouTube, on Facebook, on Anchor. I keep forgetting that one. On Anchor. 11 a.m. Sunday. And these past couple of Wednesdays, we have been dealing with healing. Our pastor has been doing the Healing Chronicles. We've done it two Wednesdays in a row. This Wednesday, I know as well, the Healing Chronicles are on. If, 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 and you know some of us go like, I'm not sick, my body is fine. But sometimes our spirits, our souls, not our spirits, our souls are sick. You know, we have that anger, we have that unforgiveness, we have scars. We have things that we have been through that just cause us to look like we are not who we are. Amen. So you want to tune in. You want to hear from God. You want him to transform you, not just on the outside in the physical, but right from the inside. Amen. So the Healing Chronicles, you want to be there Wednesday, 7 p.m. Also on our same platforms, YouTube, Facebook, and Anchor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So make sure you tune in Wednesday, 7 p.m. Amen. So make sure you, you follow us. Where do they follow us? Follow us on Twitter, 
and Instagram. Like us on Facebook and YouTube. You also follow on YouTube. Subscribe. You subscribe. Yes. Subscribe, follow, like. And once you do that, you will receive our daily messages that go out every single day in the morning. You will get a message. You'll get scripture. Uh, and you'll be able to meditate on that. Amen. It's important that we stay planted. It's important that we stay in the word. The word is what is going to change our lives. God, Jesus, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That word, that same word is the word that is going to change us. It is the word that is going to change our situations. Anything that you're, you're facing, the word is well able. It has all your answers in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So make sure you subscribe, make sure you like, make sure you follow us and on all our platforms, it is City Church Kampala. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we ready to give? Hallelujah. Get your phone because it's on mobile money. Get your phone. MTN uh, mobile money is on the screen right now. You're able to see it. Give towards MTN. Please remember to give a reason. You can give on our ABSA account. The account number is on the screen. You can give to DTB, whichever is easier for you. The account number is also on the screen in the names of City Church Africa. Amen. So all three of those, the names are City Church Africa. Then those of us, the internationals, those that want to give, you can give through World Remit. Those details are also on the screen. Uh, the MTN mobile money number is the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please remember specify if it is tithe, if it is seed, if it is offering, if it is thanksgiving, if, it, if it's towards the community, if it is towards the building, just be specific. And Father, I thank you for everything that you're doing amongst your people. I thank you that you cause us. This is a year of expansion and we have seen it. I know that that in the physical, it just seemed like it has stalled, but I have seen you expand us, both in the physical and in the spirit. Father, I thank you for continued expansion, even in the finances. I thank you for a people, O King of Glory, that bear fruit in and out of season. I thank you, O Father, that we are like a tree planted by the waterside. In and out of season, we bear fruit for your glory. For your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. So get your Bible, your pen, and your notebook. Because this is how much we value the word, that it does not just come to us and disappear. We make sure we write these things down. We make sure we go back and study the word. We make sure we go back and meditate on it. We make sure that this word is not just planted on, on the topsoil, but it is, you know, we dig deep. It goes deep, okay? So get your Bible, get your pen, get your notebook, and get, a, get your heart ready. Is your heart ready? Father, I thank you for the word Pastor Wilbur is about to give us. The man of God that you have given us in this season to feed us and to nourish us and to water us, O King of Glory, I thank you for the seed that he has today. I know, I am expectant, I know that it will not leave me the same. It is something that will transform my mind, that will give a shift in my thinking, that will bring a shift in how I see things. My perspective changes. Our perspectives change right now as we hear the word. In Jesus' mighty, 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 mighty name. Amen and amen. We're just going to worship. And then Pastor Wilberforce will be here with the word. Hallelujah. Amen. Pastor Carol spoke, reminded me of 
the beginning, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God, right? And he says he will protect us and he will shield us. Uh, this week, I, I can really testify of God's goodness and God's mercy. Uh, in the evening, in the evening, as uh, my brother was walking into the house, he just sees a snake walking into the house. And his first thought was, oh my God, what do I do? And he quickly picked up a stone and hit the snake. Well, some might say, eh, those things we say every day. But to me, that is God protecting me. He's shielding me. Imagine we have babies at home. So what would happen to the babies if they stumbled on that snake? And that showed me that God loves me to the extent that he'll protect me in whichever way. He uses people, he uses things to express his love and his goodness to us. So that was just an encouragement for someone who thinks God has left them. No, God never leaves us. He is always with us and always willing to move with us. He is our protector, he is our shield, he is our friend, he is our comforter, he is our teacher, he is our helper, he's our ever-present help in times of need. He's merciful. His mercies are new every morning. And his grace abounds over all sin. So you might think that, oh, I've gone far. No. He's there. He's there for you. He's there for me. He's there for us. Amen. Oh, my life, you have been faithful. And oh, my so, so good with every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God. Let's sing that together.
Thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you for this service. Thank you for every man. Thank you for everyone. Thank you for that which you are doing. I magnify you. I glorify you. Thank you, my Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the impact of your word. Thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this service. Thank you for those you're healing, those you're touching, those you're transforming right now. Thank you. I thank you, Father, for that which I see being accomplished in the realm of the Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Praise God. Praise the Lord. Once again, it's a great service. It's a great day. Praise the Lord. I encourage you to get your Bibles out and your notebooks. God is going to speak to us in a very powerful way today. Just get ready for the touch of God. It is a great moment. Amen. Amen. And so today um, I'm going to talk to you about how to receive vision. How to receive vision and how to accomplish vision. You need to learn how to receive visions. And also have to learn how to accomplish them. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Praise God. The Bible says in uh, Proverbs 29 verse 18. The Bible says there. Where there is no vision. The people perish. But he that keeps the law. Happy is he. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keeps the law, happy is he. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keeps the law, happy is he. But he that keeps the word of God, the written word of God, the spoken word of God, happy is he. Where there is no vision, people perish, people are destroyed. When there is no vision, all revelation, where there is no vision or revelation, people perish, people perish, people are destroyed. They are destroyed. They perish. Everybody needs to have a vision. You cannot be there without a vision. You cannot be there without a vision. Without a revelation. Everything you do in life must be based on the depth of the revelation you have. Everything you do must be based on the vision you have captured. Because the Bible has said where there is no vision, people perish. People, people are destroyed. Without a vision, people are destroyed. Not every person that goes through divorce is abused. Some people go through divorce because they entered marriage and after some time they found out there's nothing for them. So they enter marriage with that a revelation. They enter marriage without a vision. And, and once they enter there, then they begin to ask themselves, then what? There's no vision. And so they perish. Not every school dropout lacked school fees. 
Some people drop out of school because they they are there but they don't know why they go to school. They don't know why they should spend time in school. They see everybody going to school. But they don't know why they go to school. Not because they lack money, but because they have no vision for their education. Everybody needs a vision. You need a vision for your education. Where, how far do you want to go? Why do you go to school? What do you want to achieve? Do you see the end of the story? Do you see it? Do you have the end of the story? Do you have that picture? Do you have the reason? So everybody needs a vision. You need a vision for your marriage. You need a vision for your marriage. Where do you want your marriage to go? You need a vision for your company. You need a vision for your business. You need a vision for your life. Everything you do must be best on the vision you have, the revelation you have. So many people have perished. So many people are destroyed because they entered things without knowing why. They entered things without a vision. So many people have given up because they lack the revelation. They, they lack the vision. So that's what we want to deal with today. Because everybody, you must have a vision for you. You cannot be without a vision. You cannot be without a revelation. Otherwise, you perish. You go, you go around the same place, same mountain, and be frustrated because you lack revelation. You lack vision. So many people ask, how do I get a vision for my life? How do I get a vision for my life? How? So I'm going to talk to you about that. How do you get a vision for your life? Because you need it. You cannot do without vision. You cannot go unless you have a vision. A revelation of where you're going. You must know your tomorrow. You must see it. You must have a mental picture of your life. So many people ask this question. How do I get this vision? How do I develop this vision? What is vision? Vision is the ability to see Vision is the ability to see and perceive beyond what is seen in the physical present. The ability to see and perceive beyond what is seen 
in the physical present. Vision is like a light piercing through darkness. Vision is like a light piercing through darkness. You have to have the ability to pierce through your present situation. And see beyond your today. You see beyond your circumstances. You see beyond that pain you're going through right now. You see beyond the lack you're going through. You see beyond the money you don't have. You see beyond that confusion you're going through. You, you go through. You, you, you pierce through it. You see through it. So it's like a light piercing through darkness and you see that is your vision seeing beyond the physical present situation vision is something you see and perceive in the spirit vision is something you see and perceive in the spirit. And you, you get hold of it. You see you perceive in the spirit. And because it's, it becomes a mental picture, you're able to get hold of it and you keep it. You get hold of your vision and you keep your vision no matter what you face because you've seen beyond. People perish because they lack this. You must get hold of it. You must be on, see beyond, perceive. When you see it and you perceive it, in the spirit, you get hold of it. You get hold of it. You get hold of it. You keep it. You memorize it. You, 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 you don't allow any situation to take you away from what you have perceived. That is vision. Vision is a mental image. Vision is a mental image produced by the power of imagination. Vision is a mental image. This mental image that you get hold of is produced by the power of imagination. You cannot have vision without imagination. Imagination is the process that produces vision. You cannot have vision without exercising the power of imagination. So many people confuse vision and uh, vision with imagination. They confuse that too. Vision 
and imagination. They confuse them. And yet, these are two different processes. They are two different processes. Imagination means the process or the power of forming a mental image of something not seen or present in the material realm. Vision is a mental image produced by the power of imagination. Vision is a, is, is a mental image produced by the power of imagination. Imagination means the process or the power of forming a mental image of something not seen or present in the material realm. So vision is the mental image which is produced by imagination. So you can't have vision without imagination. You must go through the process of imagination and you enter the process of, create, of, 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 a, of a mental image. That, 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 that is vision. So imagination produces vision. That, that, is, that is how you work. That is how you work. That, that's how your mind works. That's how you're created. So, so you must learn to, to, to go through these processes. Praise God. So imagination is the ability to see with a mind what you cannot see with your eyes. It's the process. It's the process. You, you, you see with your mind. You see with your mind. Now, now that we know that it is imagination that produces vision. Let us now focus on imagination. Because without this vision, you perish. You're destroyed. So you need it. Now that we know that it is imagination that produces this vision. We must now focus on imagination. We now focus on imagination. Because, because if you can imagine well, you will receive this vision. And you won't perish. Imagination helps you to see what you cannot see in the physical realm. It creates the pictures in your mind that works as a roadmap for your life. You need a roadmap. 
Everything you do, you need a roadmap. Your education needs a roadmap. Your marriage needs a roadmap. Your career needs a roadmap. Your workplace needs a roadmap. Your company, your business, your organization needs a roadmap. So, so, so it is. It creates the pictures in your mind. And these pictures begin to work as a roadmap. So how does imagination work? This is how imagination works. Imagination cannot work without information. Imagination cannot work without information. For you to enter the process of imagination, you must have received information first. You must have information. Imagination works with information. It, it can only work with the information you, you give it. Imagination can only work with the information you give it. Good or bad. Right or wrong. Whether you feed it with wrong information or right information, it will work. The point I want you to take from here is this. Imagination will never work without information. So without information, you can't go through the process of imagination. And, and without imagination, you cannot receive a vision. This is why we need to focus on imagination. Because imagination is the springboard. Let go with me to Luke chapter 6 verse 44. The Bible says a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. So you're, you're looking at two things here. You're looking at good information producing good imagination. Good, imag good information right information taking you to a good or right imagination but also evil information will, will, will take you through an imagination which is evil so if you go through an evil imagination. You're going to form evil mental pictures. That's how people perish. But if you have the right information, you will enter through a process 
of good imagination. And good imagination or right imagination will give you right mental pictures. You see, without good information, without right information, you will not have right imagination. And without right imagination, you will not have right, the right vision for your life. So when you have the wrong, wrong information and have wrong or evil imagination, you're going to have wrong mental pictures in your mind. And that is your vision. And so your implementation in the physical realm will be wrong. You go to school and because of wrong information you choose a wrong course which is not in line with God's vision for your life. Because you received wrong information. And you went through a wrong imagination. And you choose a wrong course. Because of the wrong, wrong information, wrong imagination, wrong mental pictures, you choose a wrong course. Which is not in line with God's vision for your life. And you graduate and you step poor. Wrong implementation. Wrong implementation comes from the wrong vision which you receive from wrong imagination, which you receive from wrong information. Wrong information. People come and tell you, you see, you come from a, a certain tribe and you have no connection in government because you, you come from a certain tribe. You can't do that course because that course needs people that have connections. And they discourage you. And they take you out of, 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 of God's vision. And you affirm it in your mind. And you go and choose a wrong course. Wrong implementation. Coming from wrong vision. Wrong vision coming from wrong imagination. Wrong imagination because of wrong information. If you fill your mind with garbage, garbage, if you fill your mind with garbage, that is what it will produce. It will produce garbage. 
But if you renew your mind to the truth of the word of God, the truth of the word of God says you are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heaven places. In Whether you have connections or not, you are blessed. So you renew your mind in the truth of the word of God. You feed your mind with the right information. David says, I was young and now I'm old. And yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Nor his children begging for bread. That is the truth of God. That is the right information. So whatever you do, every direction you take, let let your mind be influenced by this information. It will will determine how you imagine. And it will determine the mental pictures you have. And it will determine your implementation. Praise God. If you renew your mind with the truth, in the truth of the word of God. Your imagination will help you to receive from God. You must receive visions from God for your life. God has a vision for your life. He knew you before, before he formed you in, the, in your mother's womb. He knew you. He has a vision for your life. So for you to receive that vision. You must go back to information and receive the right information from the word of God. And feed your mind with that information. And imagine that information. And you create those pictures. That's how you receive vision for your life. You must have vision. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2 and be non-conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world. In other words, don't let your mind be fashioned or patterned after after the garbage of this world. Don't let your mind be fashioned by the things of this world. Let your mind be fashioned by the word of God. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of the renewing of your mind. And the Bible says that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The word of God says. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it says that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. David says, 
This is how you receive good and acceptable and perfect will of God. This is how you receive God's vision for your life. By receiving the right information. And, and letting your mind be fashioned by the word of God. See, you remember Abraham. When God spoke to Abraham. Before his name was changed to Abraham. God told him to leave his father's house. And go to a land he would inherit. Abraham could not see the land God spoke of from a physical experience. Ibrahim, Abraham, he, he, he couldn't see it in, yeah. in, 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 you know, from a physical experience. The Bible says, in Genesis 12 verse 1, we read up to verse 4. The Bible says, now the Lord had said to Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house and to land that I will show thee. The land I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that curses thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lord went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old. He, he was 75 years old. When, when he departed out of Haran. Now look at this story. Why did Abraham leave everything he knew? And yet, the land God spoke of, Abraham was not able to see it from, 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 from a physical experience. Why did he leave everything he knew? His father's house, his comfort, his physical, you know, an inheritance. Leaving his kindred, leaving his home, his house, his friends. And he walks away from that. Why did he do that? Remember, the Bible says that he was 75 years old. 75. This wasn't a young man trying life. This is an old man. He's an old man. He marks 
everywhere he passes. He's not trying things. No, 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 no. He's not trying things. 75. You walk away from what you know. From, from a physical experience. And you walk following a promise. Old men don't just walk away from their jobs. 75. You can't just walk away at 75. You can't. <laughs> 75. How do you walk away? From a physical experience, things you can touch, things... From, from your security, from your comfort, you know every corridor no, of that place. And you walk away. Old men mark everywhere they pass. They don't just walk. They don't just make decisions. There is something hidden in this story that we must understand. And when you understand this, it will help you follow the vision of God for you. Whether you have money or not. Whether you have a job or not. Whether you have a house or not. Whether you have connections or not. God has a vision for your life. And you must receive that vision. From the right information. Which will give you the right imagination. Right imagination will give you the right vision. And right vision will help you implement right. So I believe Abraham walks away from everything he knew because the word of God engaged his imagination. The word of God took over his imagination. Abraham's imagination was essential in his ability to receive from God. When the word of God engaged his imagination, he began to imagine. And when he imagined what God had said, he was able to have a mental picture of the promised land. And that mental picture of the promised land, the mental picture of God's blessing, which came from the right imagination and from the right information, his mind became occupied by this imagination and, and he formed these mental pictures and he saw he saw he saw the promised land as a mental picture he saw the vision he saw how it looks like and it became so real. 
than the physical experience. He became so rich, so rich than his physical experience. This is how God works. This is how the word of God works. This is how imagination works. This is how you receive vision. Your vision must become real. Than your physical experience. Your vision. Your vision. Must be so powerful. That it pushes you to walk away from your physical experience. You walk away and people look at you and they question your steps. They, they, they question your understanding. They question your direction. But because your vision is so real you have something that you, 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 you have seen and you, and you get hold of it and it pushes you you can't sleep in the night you can't you, you can't eat like you've been eating you, you, you can't eat three meals a day you, you can't sleep like you've been sleeping you, 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 cannot, you cannot engage yourself and involve yourself in certain conversations something is happening in your imagination and you see it and you pray a certain way you believe a certain way you begin to walk a certain way and you walk away from your father's house following that vision the root of this is right information the word of God which will take you through the right imagination that process of imagination you must respect the law of imagination. Praise God. So you cannot in life, you cannot accidentally you cannot accidentally accomplish God's will for your life. It is not by accident. These things are not obvious. You can't say, I, 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 I will find myself there. No, you can't find yourself there. You have to walk, you, you have to walk there. You have to take steps. You have to walk there. Begin feeding your mind with the word of God. The right Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. The worlds were framed. You frame by imagination. Imagination is the frame you create for your life. So we frame by imagination. We frame by imagining. The worlds were framed by the word of God. 
So your life will be framed by the information you receive. Your life will be framed by the information you receive. Information here is key. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The things, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, there is nothing physical you'll see without seeing the things that are unseen first. You must engage, you must enter the unseen realm and see those unseen things no, in the unseen realm for you to see them in the material realm. The things we see were not created by things that do appear. So imagination helps you to enter that realm. And begin to see the things that do not appear. You begin to see the things that are invisible. And they occupy your mind. When those things occupy your mind, they create physical experiences. I know you're looking a you're looking for a physical, you're looking for a physical experience. You will never have a physical experience. Before you have an invisible experience. Wake up every day. Feed yourself with the right information. And let your mind be occupied with that information. The word of God. Be occupied. Enter that realm. See the invisible. When you see the invisible, when you enter the invisible experience, that invisible experience will create a physical experience. Glory to God. Glory to God. You will not find yourself there. You must walk there. You must walk there. Right information. You enter through the right process of imagination. And that process takes you through the right process of, 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 of mental pictures. And then you enter into a physical experience. The manifestation of your dreams. The manifestation of your vision. 
You got to walk there. You got to walk there. You got to walk there. You have to walk there. You are already blessed. You are already blessed. You must receive God's vision for your life. Don't be without a vision. Don't go without a vision. Don't enter that marriage with that vision. Don't. Students, you must have a vision for your education. You must have a vision for your career. Parents, you must have a vision for your children. You must have a vision for your company, your business. You must have a vision. You are not supposed to perish. You must have a vision. Praise God. Praise God. Get hold of it. Get hold of it. Don't let it go. No matter what. Don't let people talk you out of your vision. Don't let situations and circumstances talk you out of your vision. Don't stay with people who want to take you away from your vision. Everything is in your vision. Everything is in your vision. That is the roadmap for your life. Without it, the Bible says, men perish. They are destroyed. Praise God. I pray for you today that the hunger for the word of God will develop in you. That every day you will receive revelation. 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 That you be occupied with the depth of this revelation. And I speak to your vision to be accomplished. In the name of Jesus. I speak spiritual courage concerning your vision. Nothing is impossible because you believe. 
Because you believe. Your eyes, your physical eyes will experience it. Your feet will experience it. Your hands, your fingers will experience it. Your family, your children will experience your dreams. Some of you are still in the invisible experiences. I also speak physical, material experiences. In the name of Jesus, I speak your wedding. I speak your job in the name of Jesus. I speak your business. I declare your company, your promotion, your job. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Amen. You see, I encourage you to practice what I have taught today. Practice what I have taught. Practice it. You cannot listen to this teaching and you go back in the old life. You go back in the old conversations. You must start afresh now. Practice this. This is what changes your physical experience. I call upon you to do this practice. It works. For anybody in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. I, I want to encourage you, those of you that have joined us late, um, and those that haven't given, please, the information is on your screen. I encourage you to give. I encourage you to give. We are spirit-led. We are spirit-led. I encourage you to take your financial responsibility in the kingdom. Be part of what God is doing. This message has to reach more people. Be part of what God is doing. I thank you for your giving. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. I encourage you to keep on being faithful financially. You must have a vision for your finances. And one of the things you must do is to take your financial responsibility. You have a financial responsibility in the kingdom. You have it. You have it. It doesn't matter how much you earn. You have a responsibility in the kingdom. So take care of that responsibility. Stand in your place. Have a vision for your finances. You must have a mental picture of your finances. You must see how your finances look like in your vision. How far do you want to go financially? You must enter an invisible experience. I encourage you to give. The information is on your screen. Let me pray for you as you give. Father, I want to thank you for the most giving people in the whole world. The most giving people in the whole world. 
most prosperous people in the whole world. In Jesus' name, I thank you and I bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you so much. Remember Jesus is the Lord of your life. Nothing missing nothing broken. God bless you and see you next time.